Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Scry Syndrome Podcast. I'm Ben Gilman and I'm here to give you your sex education update today. I'm also the host of this great TV podcast. I'm joined by a man that is also ready to talk about how his sex education has affected his life. It's Tom Hill. Hey. I'm here to talk about a man that could learn a lot about sex education, about how to have sex. It's uh, Troy Salmon. Oh my gosh, look at this guy. And a woman that sex education was mostly based on is Tara Chloe. Mostly based on. Mostly based on. Oh my god. That was a good one. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit harsh to begin with. That was savage. But it's fine. It's okay. It's all good. We're all here. How is everyone? Um, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing well. Feel well. (sighs) How about you guys? I'm good. Good. I'm. 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 I've had a. I've now gone bold. Got a bold head. Journey to the west. <laughs> Journey yeah. to the west. Journey to the west style. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. You're the monk from Journey to the West. Oh my gosh. Oh man. So we should be Journey to the West characters today, right? You be the monk. I be the monkey. Which one do you guys want? There's the pig and the horse. Hmm. <sighs> Oh, heck, heck yeah! I'll, I'll be I'll be the pig guard. I'll, I'll be him, bro. I'll be the pig guard. I'll be. Okay. Okay. I'll be, the pig, I'll be the pig guard with the extra extra muscles early on. Okay. Lovely. Hey, welcome to Journey to the West. Woohoo! Nice. <laughs> Carl, I literally watched a um, uh, show called Journey to the uh, Was it? Um, I think it was the Monkey King. Yeah. Journey to the West. The show on Netflix. So that's a really good show, by the way. Yeah, that's a remake, yeah. actually. You already know. <laughs> Okay, you know what it's time for? It's time for the news. So yeah, um, there's some TV news. It's a new thing that I'm going to try out this week. I know, I know we we'll most probably get copyright extracted by ITV for that. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the journalist dropped this week. Nobody listens to this podcast. It's fine. Um, Troy, Troy, can you just add in like a gong before each thing he says? Like on oh, the... yeah. oh, yes, yes, yes. That's a good one. Yes. That's what I need. Um, I've got some stuff to talk about because a lot of stuff's happened this last week. So, like, the first look at Sandman has dropped on Netflix, has dropped the first look at uh, Sandman. What do you guys think? Because I haven't seen it, so I can't comment but you know what i, I, saw, I, saw, I saw the, the image but i didn't watch it i didn't press it yet because i was going to react to it later on so i haven't seen it yet i've seen it, seen it. yeah and still I, i'm still on the fence about it it looks good i'm open-minded because it shows dream being captured which is what happens in the comic um i'm excited it looks good it looks it looks it's difficult because it's a teaser and you only see the character that you care about in the last five seconds of it. It's very difficult because you don't see Death or any of the other people yet. It's just Dream being summoned and trapped by humans. So, 
Okay, it, it's out. good, but it's good to see Sandman because Netflix is ridiculous amount of exciting stuff at the end of the year. Uh, Cowboy Bebop's opening titles have also dropped on Netflix. The much derailed Bebop. Oh, um, yes, I've Cowboy seen Bebop. I've seen them. What do you guys think? What? I mean, I think it's all right. Um, I know watched Daniel Bebop. I'm actually going to watch this one for some reason. Even if the actress has done her best to try and poison the fans already to watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's got some stuff behind it already. My gosh. No, to actors, shut the fuck up. Anyway, yeah, don't speak here. Um, exactly. Don't speak. One of the main guys from Hero and Kumar, by the way. So. Yeah. The opening shows a lot of the um, the scenes from the series as well, and it does look as crazy as the anime. Um, and I also I spoke to Ty about this off camera. I think Ed not being in the show is a good thing because that's a very difficult character to try and act live. It'd be very hard to get that vocal down, and also to act like Ed. If does Tom know who I'm talking about? Uh, I don't, but. Trust I will me, look it's into it. <laughs> it's difficult. I think, Troy, what do you think about Ed not being in it? Because it's a good mm. thing, because it can be really difficult to do Ed. In live, in live action, yeah. It'll be, it'll be tough to do, um, do an Ed character, but mm, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Because, you know, that's good. That, that, there's that, at least. And um, yeah. so he looks a bit more promising. So hopefully the act, more actors shut the fuck up and just let the show come out. Yeah, that would be yeah, good. A lot of people complained about her character, and then she's oh, she's just staying quiet. No, man. a couple of people did, and she really came out of, for no reason and started sagging off the whole fan base. Just keep your mouth shut, do your promotion, exactly. don't bring your politics into it. Shut up, don't tanker your shows or your films. Learn exactly. Take your SJW shit out of my shit. Right. <laughs> also, Tiger King is coming back. I don't know how. Tiger Jesus King. Christ. Yes, season two. <laughs> Like, oh my god, Tiger King, brilliant, awesome. <laughs> it was mental last time. I think it was one of the first episodes of this podcast I talked about it at them, and it was just mental. Um, I, I'm interested to see where they're gonna go because I have no idea. Didn't just... the guy from Tiger King die recently? Like the heads, yeah, that's why that's why I idea. I think so, but they've only showed a trailer of stuff from the first season. So it means that they're keeping it really under lock and barrel, so we don't that, know. That, that guy with the kind of weird long hair, but also no sides to his head kind of thing, he died a few weeks ago, I think. Oh, yeah. What, Tiger King? No, not the, not the guy no, who not the actual guy, yeah. was like the head trainer, the guy with the blonde hair that was kind of a Mohican and a mullet type look. That was the Tiger King. No, no he, was his main, he was one of his main people. Cause he, the guy who's in prison now is the Tiger King. Mm. As I was, the guy who's actually in prison currently That's is, the guy who was, is the guy no but the head trainer who was like the main guy on the show that you saw more of than anybody else died a couple of weeks ago not well, in prison he, was he a died in New York <laughs> well that's going to be an interesting time to see that yeah. um, also obviously it's obvious what I'm going to talk about next why the last man um why the Last Man, a very good comic book series, and I don't know if Tom's 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 most probably knows it. It's a very good comic book from Brian K. Vaughan. Um, and it's like from Sandman, it's on the same stable Vertigo comics. And Disney have not really announced that they were doing it. I knew there was a pilot and they just kind of dropped it without really 
I really, I'm going to have to go get Disney Plus to go watch it because I'm sure Troy or one of us will talk about it in a couple of weeks when they finish it or today maybe. I don't know. That's a good comic book. Actually, it's it's going to be, I, I can understand why they didn't like massively advertise it because it's fairly niche for comic book fans. You have to be a proper comic book fan to kind of know of it. It is niche. Yeah, very I mean, niche. I, I, I've heard of it. I don't really know the comic that well. I, I know the really name. Good. I know the name, so I'll take an interest in it, and I know vaguely what it's about. But that's because I'm a fan of comics. I will not. So I can't understand why Disney wouldn't put too much into like the major advertising of it because it's going to come about by people watching it by chance and then going, "That's great. That's how they'll generate buzz." And then the next series, if they do more than one, will be the one that they advertise hard if it goes well. I would guess. We're running out of Vertigo comic books now that I want. I want to see Saga. Image get done. Did you, see, did you see the news this week about how uh, Marvel might be losing the MC huge amounts of the MCU? Yeah, saw that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the right the rights to Spider Man, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and a couple of others all returned yeah. sorts to uh, Stanley's family in 2023. Uh-oh. And so, unless the MCU can do a deal with Stan, what the MCU, what uh, Marvel have tried to do is actually sue the family and stop them from doing it, oh. which I think is stupid. Instead, you should have gone to the family and gone, "Can we make a deal?" That's the best way. Exactly. Why well, you just gone all rats? Yeah. But instead, mm-hmm. they've gone. You know what? We're going to try and absolutely cut them off the legs and stop this from happening. But yeah, that it probably will get it sorted out because money talks. But. It's interesting that in two years' time they could lose. Oh, Doctor Strange is another one they could easily could be lost as well. Yeah. Is it Stan Lee made? Not yeah. all of it's Stan Lee. What it, it's to do oh, with? Uh, on. It's to do yeah. with a contract thing. When somebody creates content like Spider Man, which was Stan Lee, yeah, they give the rights to it for something like fifty years. Hmm. But after fifty years, it reverts to them because they're as the original creator. So for 50 years, Marvel or anyone else could use it once they've done the deal with Stan Lee. But yeah. after that period of time, it goes back to either Stan Lee or Stan Lee's family. Okay. And then you have to renegotiate. But Marvel are now trying to claim that through the MCU, it's bigger than Stan Lee or whatever now. Yeah. And it's no longer his intellectual property, which I think is bullshit because he came up with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's that. Yeah, sorry. Um, Sorry, I, 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 no, that's fine. I'm used to it. It's cool. All right. This is a. This is why I can see you all talking. So I don't step on you if you're talking. It's fine. This is why I can see all your faces. But fans, you'll never see our faces. Anyway, um, no, I have now screenshots. I can put your head on loads of different things. On. Oh my god, she's screenshotting. This, this is a good idea. Then. Now I would love to see. Um, I would love to see Fables from Vertigo. Maybe Saga, Morning Glories from Image. Because a lot of them are getting picked up now. There's a lot I would like to see, especially from the Image side of things. American Vampire from Vertigo as well, please. Oh, Image. Oh, yes, Image. Pick up yeah. all the Ed Brubaker stuff from Criminal as well. Please, go do all that. Do that, please. Right. Okay. I was surprised that Jessica Jones got picked up so early. I'm delighted it was, but I was surprised that that was one of the first. Yeah, that, yeah, that was kind of left field. I was like, Jessica Jones. Oh, but I thought, you know what? That's heck? awesome. The fact that so, a proper comic book nerd put pitch. Yeah, that's that's. We're talking about niche, Tom. That is niche. Like <laughs> Jessica Jones. Not many people know about Jessica Jones, the character. It's the origin of the character. Flip that. Well, they've got some cast for Jessica Jones as well. So. 
And obviously, <laughs> there's one big piece of news that's dropped the last couple of days. RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3 is back. So that's cool. Oh, my God. And obviously, obviously, Russell T. Davis is back on Doctor Who. Is he? Season 15. Yes, he's back. Is that, is that good? Is that bad, in your opinion? Uh, it's no, good. Like it's Chris Chimble. Anything's oh, better yeah. than Chris Chimble. Anything's better than Chris Anything depends on who yeah. But it, it um, all depends on who the new doctor is as much as anything, though. Yeah, exactly. That's it's, going to be that, it's going to be that guy from It's a Sin, obviously, because they normally bring people they've worked with across. They did it with David Tennant. They've Possibly. Yeah, I wouldn't say... I'm not going to judge the next doctor because it's about, it's about the writing as well. You know what I would love to see them do, and they won't do it, but there has never been anything that said that a regeneration cannot look like a previous doctor. I'd love to see them bring back one of the more popular doctors from like the last 20 Christopher Eccleston or David Tennant would be my choices. That's what I would do because peep that would give you a fucking buzz. But that's it's true. Technically, they've never actually said that. Yeah, it's true. They've never actually said that. Or regenerating to David Tennant yeah. again. So regenerating looks like David Tennant again, yeah. But it's not the same doctor. It's just David Tennant's got a beard or something, maybe. Oh, no, it could be the same as. I don't know how you'd work, but that's what I would do in terms of getting your fan base back that you've lost. Saying that David Tennant is Doctor Who again would get you a massive, massive push. I think they also need to make the timeless children go away. You need to, you need to bullshit your way out of that. Now it was a lie. The master was a lie. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know what the timeless children thing is because I haven't watched the last series. No, no seriously, you know, Troy will back me up on this. <laughs> yes. You need to backstep. The Doctor, the first Doctor is not William Hartnell anymore. <coughs> Excuse me? There is about 400 yeah. Doctors before William Hartnell now. Of every colour, because they were so bullshitted about their PC agenda, they decided to destroy the Mythos of Doctor Who. She's not even from Gallifrey. She's from some portal. Yeah, she's from, from Next Dimension. Yeah, from another it's Dimension. It's the worst yeah. thing you've ever seen, Tom. Like, it's not even... It just... Oh... They need to get rid of that. They need to make the master go, no, I was joking. Because you need to get, you need to, you can save this show still. Well, Russell T. Davis might do that. He's the kind of writer who might just go, say <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> just as long as Jodie Whittaker fucks off at the TARDIS. Well, we know that she's left. You can't, stop banging on about, stop attacking Jodie Whittaker. No, leaving. No, but I will now be reviewing season 13 and laughing at how crap it is and how good it will get again with Russell T Davis it might not be as good as it, when it was but it's got to be an improvement on what we've come I'd like to see Russell T Davis and Stephen Moffat working together I think that would give you the most crazy mindfuck of a story that would be insane <laughs> don't, even, nah, don't tease me don't, don't do that <laughs> it will insane, be good man. and hopefully it will put Doctor Who back in the centre of attention again where it deserves to be because it's been mishandled horribly the last couple of years but that's because they're trying to play up to the whole woke thing and all that Go more, broke, more go than... broke. Every time it happens, it backfires. Yeah. So they, they've they spent too much time pandering to making sure that they tick every single box rather than making a good TV show that ticks every single box. About. The fans that are mouthing off about it don't stick around to watch the show afterwards. I don't have any issue with the Doctor being female. I don't have any oh. issue with any of that stuff. But Make a good story and a make a good show, yeah. then start worrying about making political points within it. But get a good basis first and something that works, then fuck about with it. That's that's okay. me. But, so, yeah. right, that Sorry. was the news. <laughs> that was the news. 15 minutes extra on a podcast. Right, I'm gonna go first because I know 
I know Troy's going to talk about Daniel Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. For oh my god! I wasn't going to do know. that, but yeah, I already you know. know. Mother, why don't you go first? <laughs> Tom, Tom, okay, Ben, Ben, I kid, I kid you not. I was not even going to talk about that. You reminded me now. You, you've updated me. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for you, just Ben. Do I'll do it for you. Just, just go first and get it out. Right? <laughs> no, 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 I'm good, man. Go on, go Five on, minutes. Go you got two go minutes to go about ahead, go ahead, no. I, I know you. Were, I know you were talking, Ben. Go on, do it. Do it. I'm just going to do it. Sex education. So. Tara hasn't watched it, but I don't care. I'm just going to spoil it. Troy, Troy's watching it. But I'm good. I'm catching up. But yeah, I don't mind. Okay. I'm not going to tell you about sex education is because it's a big fan. It's a big favorite on this podcast. You've most probably watched it twice. Come on, fans. You know it's good. So I just want to talk about the character movements because so, Mr. Goff is no longer the headmaster. Yeah, but they, going... I think they did more with him this season than they did in any other, which I quite liked. I love it. They showed us his family, um, him trying to get back with his wife, him trying to be uh, like we saw a human side to him because they've not yeah. really done that before. And I feel like this is a good example of a show that, you know, over the seasons, you get to go into the background of other characters finally. There's been this is why sometimes shows get another chance if they get more seasons, they can expand on the core cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Now, sex education almost perfectly somehow balances every character, even the side characters from season two, into something more. I mean, Mr. Joff is like, I mean, that, I, the new headmistress is where I want to start because Hope had an hard on. Um, what do we think about her? Because she she's trying to get the school to get away from all the sex stuff and make it more conservative. Do you think she goes too far? She does. But here's the thing. I got the feeling that she wasn't initially trying to do that. I thought she was trying to find a middle ground. And then things happened and she was like, well, fuck it, we're going extreme then. Because initially she suggests to um, Maeve and... Ah, Master Butterfield's character. Otis. Otis, thank you. Yeah, you that they continue doing the um, the sex education advice thing. Yeah. And actually commends them for it. So I was like... And I think initially she was going to try and work with the system, but the control it a little bit more was the, was the feeling that I got. And then more conservative things, talking to her, saying she had to do stuff and her just going to an extreme with it, I guess. Yeah. It was an interesting character. She yeah. Was more unhinged as every week went past. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a bit crazy. Just, just how it was almost like a proper school here in England with a school uniform. I've just, but the thing with the signs, the sign thing, the, the sign thing. I actually swore my my, my wife told me off because I, I said I hope someone just kicks this. Sh- I don't um, say hitting women is fine. But I want someone just to get up there and slap this bitch sideways. Ben, it worries me that you have to put that caveat at the beginning of that statement. I know, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> no, she was really, like, not a good, like, she really pushed my buttons. This I year. know what you mean. Because <laughs> if that was me, and the way she dismissed um, Eric's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, um, there's so many, Reham, Rahim, Rahim. Yeah. They even did something with him, actually, because we're going all over the bloody place, so we're just going to go from character to character. This might be a bit messy. Uh, Reham, at first I thought he was just going to be like a side character, like in, like he's um, Eric's ex. Yeah. Um, 
But they might have ended the season with him and um, him and Adam getting together maybe next season because possibly yeah they, they, they spend a lot of time together. Like obviously it's Eric's current boyfriend and his ex boyfriend. Like they, they go through a lot of shit literally. Literally, like literally throwing it through a car window nearly. <laughs> oh my god, this is so crazy right now. And the thing is, I like the fact that I thought they were just going to use Rahim. Rahim, that's the name, Rahim. That's a joke character in the background, but they didn't. They decided, no, we're going to do more with you this season. Well, I mean, he he was a good way of developing Adam's character. Giving him more helped you to develop Adam. I feel sorry for Adam, but I don't hate Eric. Eric didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. No, he hasn't. I love this show so much. It's so (laughs) wonderful. You guys can't tell they love the show. Yeah, but Eric is Eric is the best character. He's got a laugh like Troy. Every time I hear that guy laugh, it reminds me of Troy with that. No, like, ah! I not, yeah, Ben Ben literally told me this as well. They said there's a character sensation. He so I was just like, yeah, I was like, what? So Troy, just like next you. Next week, I want to see some flashy clothes, some lipstick, some eyeliner. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's one bit where he just throws the bicycle down and starts laughing. I went, that's brilliant. I don't know why. I was just like, I enjoy his laughter. <laughs> Um, uh, Maeve and Otis are kind of together, but they're kind of not together. But the, 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 she's got to go to America, and I wanted to throw a pillow at my TV. It's like, yeah, is amazing. I said that to you. Like, that's what I was referring to when I said that. <laughs> when we were talking about this last week, about I don't know whether um, Maeve will be back for the next season. I, I hope she is. Because I, I want a boyfriend girlfriend thing. I have waited three seasons. I thought we were going to get it, and they still aren't quite <laughs> official. It's a kiss. It's like. Yeah. Well, the problem is, right? Um, Emma Mackey, who plays Maeve, is basically blowing up at the moment. She's about to star in her first leading role in a film. She's in a lot of new things. So I'm worried that they've let her leave in order to let her go and do those things, and she's not going to be back. They left it open enough that they could go either way. So she, could, the character, could have finally become confident in herself and stay in America, and then just having to deal with that. Or she comes back and we actually get the relationship that we've waited fucking three fucking seasons for to actually fucking happen. So again, a lot, a lot, a lot of times watching this, my wife has had to tell me to shut up because I'm so emotionally invested three seasons yeah. in now. When they kissed, like. Yes! <laughs> Finally! Come on! Because in, in the trailer, there's that bit with the diner, with the petrol pumps, and when it yeah. was there, I was like, this is it! The text bit, here we go! What did the text I, like? I have to admit that my reaction was slightly different. Although I was delighted they kissed, because she was with the wheelchair guy. Wheels, that's how I call him. Wheels. I was like, you bitch! When she's like, I said, Otis, I was like, you just committed to the other guy. Make your fucking mind up. I hate the characters like that. They're the worst. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hate Wheels. That guy was a dick to Otis at the end of season two. He redeems yeah. himself massively in the, in the third season, I will grant you. But, and to the point where the fact that Maeve chooses to then be with him, I was like, okay, fine. He's admitted that he was a liar. He's admitted he was a dick. And she's still choosing to be with him. Fine. But then she fucking goes and gets off with Otis two minutes later. It's like, oh, hang on a minute. Who's got the moral high ground now, for fuck's sake? So, it's just... 
I'm, 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 I'm not getting annoyed. I just, I mean, I love the character of Maeve. She's one of my favourite characters. I love all the characters in Sex Education, to be perfectly honest. But mm. it's just, I was kind of like, I've wanted them to get together, but you've literally just made her seem like one of the best people on earth by not noticing his disability, by not judging a guy with a disability. And they don't laugh yeah. at him. They don't and yeah, laugh. And not laughing. And then she screws him over. The he next makes, fucking episode. He makes the jokes about it, but that's okay because he's disabled. Yeah, he's making the jokes. Yeah, that's fine. It's done respectfully and it doesn't hide the fact that people who are disabled can make jokes about it. They don't Isaac. always feel bad Isaac? about things. Is his name Isaac? <laughs> Isaac, yeah. Isaac, yeah. Well, I love that little bit where he's with um, Otis and uh, he, Maeve's mother. I really want to slap his, her mother too. If I was a woman, <laughs> slapping. If I was a woman, okay, I'm, so ben, I'm, you have now you have now argued for slapping two women. Yes, yes, that's what, that's what I'm doing. If I was right a woman, that. I would. <laughs> I would be the most violent yeah, woman. Just, just, just like men. Men. for two minutes, just two minutes. I'd be slapping women left right and centre if I was a woman. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yes. <laughs> um, made, um, I love the bit where they've been bitchy to each other and she just throws them out and tells them to get out it's quite funny um, but yeah I mean Isaac he, I, I did give him a lot of respect because he did tell Maeve I did kind yeah. of delete the text and I wondered why they tried to I wonder if they kind of turned it around in the writer's room we have to kind of make him a bit more human I don't know. I, th I, I get the feeling that the way they write this, they kind of know where they're going quite a long way in advance. So they left us thinking, what an asshole!" at the end of season two, only to make us think, oh, actually, no, he's not as big an asshole as we thought in season three, because it helps his own arc. So I think they probably did that. I think that was probably intentional. You left, left us at the end of season two going, that's the guy we're going to hate in season three. And then it's not. <laughs> so, so, I, I, think, I think they set us up for that. Um, I want to talk about um, Otis starts the season with Ruby, who's one of the... Um, background in this series I, is awesome. Yeah, hold on. What I love is she's the background with the other two. The um, I can't think of the name of the, the other lady. Uh, Amwar is one of them. Like Olivia is the name of the other one. Right? Olivia yeah. and Amwar, who I think in season four might get their big moment going forward a bit more. Possibly, yeah. I love how but first, Ruby and Otis is a bit like, what? But then when Ruby tells him she loves him, you're like, Otis, just forget Maeve, go. And yeah, fuck it out. Like, yeah. Otis, what's wrong with you? Like, because you feel <laughs> this show makes you all of a sudden humanize Ruby. And even Anwar and Olivia are like standing by her side like a family. Even mm. we need to do what Anwar's amazing outfit when Otis is doing a team temporary. That amazing Mexican hat and it, interesting. It, it's, it's hot. And his allergy to strawberry flavored condoms as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> my God, I had a bunch of durian flavored condoms. That helps. <laughs> you need to watch this show, Ty, because like you can see seasons three seasons in, like it's just. And, and the show's not afraid to keep teasing you because it's making you like the characters. So Isaac and Ruby, we should be hating both of them because they're getting in the way of where we want to go. But even when Maeve and Otis get together, we're still kind of like, ah, man, that Ruby thing and that Isaac thing would have been an interesting way to go down, keep going down that way a bit more. Mm -hmm. That's really hard to not make it 
obvious signposting, like obstacles, they look it's natural. Yeah. Nah. Adams. No, Adam. Yeah. Season one, Adam was the bad guy. Season one, Adam was the bad guy. By season three, you're massively on his side. I cried at the bit where he got something with the dog and he didn't get an award. I cried. (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) You cried then. Oh my God. It's so touching because he just got dumped by Eric. I thought, Adam, you're becoming my boy a little bit now. Ben, oh, I'm going to say this once, and with all the love in the world, get a grip. I, love <laughs> I want to talk about G, because obviously Otis's mother's got the baby, then there's Jack up. Um, Ooh, and yeah. Is that weird thing? Question, who do you think the father is? Because they teased at the end that she got a bit of a shock when she read who the paternity thing was. It's that like, letter she got at the end was a paternity test. It's clearly Otis. No, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, <laughs> Eric's baby. It's Eric. No, um... <sighs> Realistically, yeah. who do we take the father? It's, oh Mr. Car- it's Mr. Oh, Jeff. It's Mr. Jeff. Um, no, I, I think, think... It, might, it might be the guy who she bumped into coming out of the maternity clinic. The one who was like, "Oh shit, I haven't heard from you in ages." And then oh, she the was... guy from the guy from oh the guy oh I know him. He's so good in yeah. stuff. Um, but that was such yeah. a, that was such a throwaway thing of her going, "It's not yours," and then that O oh, at the end, I was like, "What if it is his?" Could be the dad. <laughs> Could be the dad. It could be the dad as well. Yeah, it could be Otis's dad. Yeah. yeah. I just want to talk about this thing for Otis because so last season he was he was hitting on Ola. So that's the ex-girlfriend all of a sudden that you've had sex with is now your stepsister if your mum gets married with our dad. That's effed up. That's that nice. is really effed up. Because last year last season he was going down on his now sister. If that happened in my family, I would leave. <gasps> no. That's some mental scar in there. I love the fact that they look at Jean, uh, older woman giving birth. Yeah. I love Yakup. I love that. I love even like um, like the father, Adam's mum is also going, they, they dealing with older people as well, Dayton. I just, I can't, I, I'm not even a halfway. And then there's uh, um, Amy. They go back to the, the bus thing from last season as well. They call back to it, and it's not something that you can just... It's still... She still feels... The sexual assault, yeah. Yeah, and they're dealing with it. And this time, not with just a stupid scene of all the women together who've never spoken to each other coming together on the bus with her. That was a bit shit. It's like proper looking at it, having a talk about it, having therapy about it. Yeah, Amy's character, yeah. And her vagina cakes. Little Miss, little miss Fanny cakes, yeah. Little Miss Fanny cakes. Cakes in the shape of vaginas, and she's got uh, a goat this season as well. Steve, uh, I feel sorry for Steve. Okay, pussy kicks, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I feel sorry for Steve. Um, you know, I mean, he doesn't get much, but she breaks up with him at the end. And it's just, oh, mate. But um, then there's Lily, who kind of uh, because of. Uh, Hope, being a bitch at school, decides I don't want to do my weird sci-fi porn ideas anymore. And she gets it back at the end of the season, the mojo. I was really, like, I felt really sad for her. Her and Euler are still together, which is nice. I'm really happy about that. Um, And then there's, we haven't even started over on the other side. I've just realised Colin Ray is from Ghosts, the orchestra. If you only just realised that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
horrible histories. Oh. My initial reaction on the very first series of Sex Education when he appeared was, that's the guy from Horrible Histories, awesome. Horrible Histories, yeah. <laughs> I was amazed. And I loved their, his relationship with the teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the fact that she turned him down when he proposed to her as well. That was fucking hilarious. Oh, oh, oh snap. <laughs> she was like, don't be ridiculous. We've only been going out for a year. What's wrong with you? I feel sorry for him a little bit. Like, it, it, it no, kind of she like with him, so it's like, I was like, she's turned him down, but not rejected him. And that worked really well for both of their characters. So... Love what's that. your what's your favourite bit though? Because there's so many good bits. It made me cry with laughter way oh. through. Yeah, I mean, the, it's one of those shows where I can't pick out a specific moment. It's just so well done the whole way through. I mean, I think my favourite moment was the moment when Ruby told Otis that she loved him. I was like, whoa, fuck! And then he didn't reply to it. I was like, you dick! <laughs> That's the time you do it. Yeah, I was oh. like, like, but her her saying it first was a real surprise, and I thought that's brilliant. That's developing her character in a whole new direction. Love it, mm. and yeah, the character who I've hated for two seasons suddenly I'm going, Otis is the dickhead in this situation, not her. But yeah, um, <laughs> the bit where this... You, this might seem like an. Do you think that they did? the um, nearly dying at birth thing because Gillian Anderson hadn't signed a new contract at that point. Maybe. And they were having, because I got a feeling a lot of these shows, they sign you up for like three seasons. Yeah. Like a commitment. And then it's whether you sign on again, which is why I got the question mark over Maeve coming back. And also I'm wondering whether Gillian Anderson hadn't decided what she wanted to do. So they wrote that story so they could go either way. And then she's decided she will stay. They so, wanted to be careful. They, they left an option of either killing her off because she's decided to leave the show or doing a perfectly reasonable story about the risks of pregnancy but her coming through it. Mm. So I'm just I just wanted your thoughts. Do you think that was probably why they did that or just that they felt that they should do that? I think hopefully we don't walk into being human misfits season four where all the actors are getting too big and that they start a place that messes up future plans. This is a problem with long running shows. It's yeah. really hard to get past that fourth season sometimes because they go into bigger things and yeah. it kind of Fs up the plots a little bit. I really so hope. I, I, being Human actually did okay because they managed to get good replacements. They did, but the most still... But it wasn't the same thing, no. If if his mum just disappears out of nowhere for season four, it would be really weird. Maeve, you could just say, oh, she didn't come back. Yeah. Fuck it. But that, that, that's my concern, is that Maeve is now gone, gone. And I really hope she's not. Because then what do, you, what do you do with Otis's character at that point? Do you make him a guy who's constantly waiting for her to come back and won't commit to anybody else? That will get annoying. Well, yeah, exactly. Or does he completely kind of knock it off inside the first couple of episodes and go, well, what were the first three seasons about, for fuck's sake? <laughs> if that's how quickly you get over this. But what I like is they've not gone on about it a lot in season three. It's been there in the background, but not yeah. of... He's been dating other women, which is healthy because he doesn't stick around moping around after one girl and ignoring other women. But, at this, but the moment when he could have been happy by choosing Ruby, because they their relationship would have gone from strength to strength. Had he, oh, it was so the cool. fact that Maeve was in his head still 
was there. That's the reason he couldn't say it is because. And some people have that. Some people always have that connection of you shouldn't, especially of both in relationships. I've had that, and then you have to cut that friend off because it's just not healthy. You can't be seeing yeah. that person. If you, especially if you're in a relationship, they're in a relationship. I've had that when I was like 21. You have to cut ties because you want to be faithful to the person you're with and you're not going to cross. You can't help yourself. Um, very quickly, I wanted to talk about Viv uh, Jackson um, and what is the non-binary lady's name? Man, oh, see, I'm so the Non-binary careful. person. Non-binary person. <laughs> What's the name of the character? Oh, uh, I can't remember. Good character, though, actually. In really terms interested, of, really interested. Carl. That, that, that is how you deal with a non-binary character well, from my perspective. That, it wasn't making me feel like I was being preached at at any point in that story. And they've got another one. They've got another non-binary person yeah. in there as well. Because I'm thinking, you've already set up season four, that other... That, other uh, non-binary person is there and you yeah. begin to see what they go through to cover their breasts and you're like yeah. oh i've never seen that before i want to see so that you, you're expecting that carl is probably going to be, be like a mentor to her to the other non-binary character but, and possibly a relationship there but you don't i mean that for me would be a bit cliched if they did that if what, those the, two end up together and then they're saying that's almost like you stick with your own people kind of thing, I, I which I don't Jackson want to do. Back. I, thought, I did think, though, someone said to me, do you notice how all the black people got put together in a storyline over here? And I thought, I can see it. It I, did feel like they put three black people together in a storyline to keep away from everyone else. A little bit. A little bit. I don't, yeah, but I didn't think it was... Can you see why I see that? I was like, yeah, I can, oh, I can, I can yeah, see it, but I don't good. necessarily agree with the, that. But yeah, kind of signals are oh, they black people stick together, which isn't true because you're showing Eric mixing it up with everyone else. So I thought, oh, that's not. Yeah, but the, but fact I, that, the fact that Eric mixes it up with everyone else kind of takes away the idea that they're saying that they will only be with their own people. If you know what I mean. That's cool. <laughs> um, but I do love how Hope was using Viv a lot for a while. I love Viv a lot. Mm. She's a really good character. And she was kind of, you could see she wasn't, un I love the fact that she wasn't always following through and everything Hope was asking for. And there's a little mm. bit of rebelliousness. She still had her side. Carl was really cool. First, she's an American, which is just like, okay, cool. Once you get past, she's American. She's a skateboarder. She's pretty cool to me. I'm like, yep, she's a skateboarding chick, uh, skateboarding <laughs> person. Difficult, difficult. A skateboarding person. I was like, yeah, cool. She's chilled. She smokes weed. Stop saying yeah. she. They. I will get introduced to this. Sorry. They smoke weed with Jackson. I'm getting better at it. I'm not. You are getting it. better at it. Yes. Um, they smoke weed with Jackson. Jackson. I really, again, another character who's just coming along, and he gets told no by Carl, and just to be friends. I thought. Okay, maybe you come back to this in season four, maybe. Like, yeah. And Eric, Eric goes through a journey. He go, we go to Nigeria, and he can't be who he oh, really is. Nigeria. He explores that side of it, and um, and his family's lovely. The great thing is, they their family is lovely. They showed us how lovely that family is, even if 
their things are you have to be a straight man but they not once do they make them horrible they're lovely people i would yeah. have his grandma his oh. grandma's amazing I, like give me a cuddle she's brilliant she's just you know i love do how they do you think the grandma knows that he's actually i don't know I, but i got the way. feeling that she did just as he was leaving i got the feeling that she was like maybe. that she'd accepted him for who he was was the, that was the feeling I got, but maybe I was wrong with that. I don't know. I would like to think so, but it's just such a good show. It doesn't demonise people. Mm. It's just showing human beings. So, well done, Sex Education. Give me season four. I'm ready. It's been confirmed already. So, yeah. Have they confirmed yeah, who's coming back for it yet? Next year. Have they confirmed who's coming back for it? No. Damn it. But I think they've made decisions, which is good because like we would be on season five. Uh, if if COVID hadn't got in the way, we would be on season four coming up in January because it normally comes in January. And because of COVID, we've had to, and so we have to wait a year. But ah. you maybe got another couple of years left in it before you have to maybe stop it. Also, but, you've got the issue that the actors are starting to get a little bit older now. You <laughs> could you could reintroduce younger characters in with the old lot. Yeah, but, that, and, but that's but that's like doing Saved by the Bell the new class. It would just be fucking awful. Yeah. But yeah, what is that? And the school's getting sold, so who knows where it's set. Well, yeah, so. Where are you going to do that? Unless we grow out the school with them and follow them into their normal life. We're going into university, you know, theoretically, yeah. That, that will be interesting. Um, so, yeah, I hope we haven't spoiled it for, for Troy. Yeah. For two Apologies to anyone who doesn't watch, hasn't watched this yet. <laughs> watch it. It's fucking brilliant. Yes, we've spoiled most of it, but yeah. still awesome. enjoy it. It is so good. One thing, can I just say one more thing? The bit at the end where they're fighting back on hope, I was like, ugh, ugh. and then they showed the slides, <laughs> and it was like, I'm a penis, and all this, and vaginas, and all dressed up. Double. I just cried. That was brilliant. The bit, the bit also, the fact that Ruby helped them that bit where Ruby slapped it basically sprayed yeah. her in the face I was like yes, yes. <laughs> go get her go get that woman because if it had been a guy hitting her I would have felt uncomfortable but since it was a female grabbing her by the hair I was like yes <laughs> stop her stop her <laughs> Man's like, stop her but Eric is still best boy always <laughs> I do not mind. I just love seeing the passion. I, 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 I think, I think we passion. need to move on from sex. That's the most I've ever talked about because I'm so passionate about it. I was prepared. This, this is what I'm saying. Like, I've never seen Ben talk this much about a TV show like this. That's the best talk I've ever given yeah. it because I have to talk about sex education because I love it. Um, and like Tom said, he, he when he told me it was really good still, I was like, I can sit back and enjoy this because me, when Tom says something's good, I tend to agree with him. I enjoyed it. Loved it. Right. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I see Tara waiting there. I'll let, I'll let Tara take over next. Yeah. Because Tara's been silent the whole time. Excited about what? We're going to let you go. We're gonna let you have the floor. This is all yours, Tari. It's all oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, you. I wasn't really ready to go next. You, you saw how someone can go. Oh, you're not ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll go next. If no one's yeah, next, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll say the best for last then. Okay, all right. Uh, here we go. Okay, so for me, I'm going to talk about first episode. This is the first one, first pick. And then I'm going to go two picks. First pick. All right, so this was called Why the Last Man. 
Right. Yeah, I knew this. Here we go. Okay, so I've only just seen um, one, one episode so far. I literally just finished it off today, like, because I was watching like Catch Up and Other Shows and that at the same time. But I just wanted to check it out. I was like, Disney Plus. I was like, oh my days. Let me check this out. I was like, I've heard about it for so long. People were like, literally, on the comic book is a big series, um, massively popular, won all the awards and stuff like that. Absolutely. It's yeah. been tried so many times to get this to come out. Off the ground, yeah. They've gone from network to network to network. It was <laughs> oh, so many comic book properties have got here before it as well. It's been going for like since two. They've been trying to get this to TV since two thousand six, seven. Oh. Bro, I, I, bro, I remember that. I was like, I was, I was there for that. I was like, oh my days. I was like, okay, is it going to come out? Is it going to come out? Because I never technically read the actual um material itself. I, I read like probably a couple here and there, but I never actually read the full, the full work of it. I've never done it. That's why I never used it. I was like, it is beautiful. It's from. Is that good? Sweet tooth. It's so good. Oh, bro, but that's that's what I'm saying. I see the show and I'm like, it gives me the vibes of Sweet Tooth a little bit when I'm watching, watching the show. But I was like, oh, snap. But yeah, we've only seen that one episode so far. Checked it out. And it goes from like character to character. It's similar to um, Sweet Tooth a little bit, but it goes from character to character. A, a little backstory here and there of each character. And obviously, the premise of the show is that man literally is being wiped out at this point. Like, it starts off with, like, the male animals at first. You see, like, a dog die there, a stag die there, um, a, a deer over there die over there. And so you see the rats. You see the rats literally started, like, dying bit by bit. And he's like, these male ones are dying first. Because when I slept up to you, that's when you see the first male dying in a few after that. And then actually that was when the episode ended. So that's when the males, the actual humans start to die off. And I was like, oh, but this is, I was like, it's, it's, it's intrigued. I love this kind of apocalyptic. This, this is my dream world. Me, the only yeah. man on the planet full of women. <laughs> hey, that's, yeah, that's, all right. No, man, that's what drew me. That's what drew me to this show. First time I heard that premise, I was like, this premise is tight. Three billion women. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so you know, it's a good Tom Tom in the background just smiling. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because if you see the premise, you're like, oh, but that would be, that'd be heaven right there. I'm like, yes. Yes, this is, this is amazing. This is amazing. If you like literally thought about that yourself. But um, but yeah, literally he's got a little monkey that comes around with him as well. His little companion. Ampersand. Yeah, Ampersand. There you go. Um. Because he's literally um in the show he's called Yorick. That's why the, the Y part comes in. His name's called Yorick, uh, the main character, and he's supposed to be like a a, a magician, an amateur magician. That's where the, um, the storyline comes into play. Um, yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? Let me get his name. So, because it's really important. Uh, it's going to be Ben a... Ben Chesnaw. So he's, he's not really that known. Like that, but he's been a strip off here and there. What's his name? Um, few Law and Order episodes. So Ben Chesnaw. It's more like a newcomer, so I, I like the way he did it because he didn't wait anything too famous. He's kind of like a guy, he's more like a little unknown, so he's like, okay, just build him up from, from this kind of show, he which I run, like. He won't run away after season three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling the show will do well. I got a feeling the show will do well from the, the premise and stuff like that and the actual build-up. It's like, it's, that's going to be all right, because most of these kind of shows, they sometimes they never do well. You see that these kind of premises, like it kind of just goes one season, done, done. That's it. It's, it's cancelled. So, but from what I saw, it looked pretty good. Um, and you've got mostly the other like female uh, protagonists as well. You've got like a, a congresswoman who's another character as well. So you got like a, a failed marriage. You've got like another 
woman who works under the congresswoman and <laughs> she's got, kind of got a life but she has no life because she works for this congresswoman so she's literally there 24 7 so you've got these kind of like storylines kind of interconnected from different like cities and counties and stuff like that um in america um you got another woman um she was in i don't, I don't know if anyone's seen nosferatu the tv the tv show Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's just basically the woman she was like a female cop in that um, she, she started this as well, she's like an agent like a double agent, she's agent 355 so she's everywhere she's basically playing a, um, uh, a criminal she's playing an agent, she's playing all these kind of undercover roles, so that she's kind of an interesting character, so she's going to be good going forward I can see me being a massive fan of that character at some point um, but um, <laughs> but York himself he's kind of like a, a a failed, almost like a failed magician, he's like a, a low, low town, like, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> you teach those people's kids magic, and their parents don't want him to teach their kids magic because um he's not worthy, they're paying for all these, um, what's it called, magic camps, and stuff like that, because they don't want to pay him any money because these tricks are terrible, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy, he's literally borrowing money off his sister, um, and she, she's not even that great herself, <laughs> like, ain't that great either, but she's going to rehab and, all and it's 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 a, it's a good story as well because all these things just happen to people, but they're literally so close they could each other and it's just like I love it, man. It's it's a good it's a good setup so far. It's a good setup. Um, but yeah, why the last man? Uh, check it out, Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, anyone else got to say anything about it? Or ben, you got anything else to say about it? Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm trying to remember the um the, the agent woman. Yes. Is she is she good? Yeah, so, so she's, yeah, so she's yeah, so she's yeah, she's really good. Um, let me say because um, let me see what I can say there. Um, Ashley Roman, she's a really good. Um, she's very uh, strong. Yeah, yeah, Ashley Roman. Yeah, she's very strong. She's like she's like very she's built. She's very built, but she's a great okay. actor. She's really good. Uh, that woman, that woman, that woman. She's really good. Yeah. Um. She... Yeah. So at the same time, she's she's like a a favorite favorite of mine. Um. Well, to be honest, the Congresswoman who I know as well, you know who that is. Uh, she's the one who played um uh, Clark's mummy Man of Steel. She's been around for years. Uh, yeah, she's been around for years. She's been in lots of stuff. Never um, seen Steel. Uh, yeah, yeah, Man of Steel. Um, what's her name? Let me get her name because you know exactly who it is. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know it's not Where's her name? But yeah, you know who it is anyway. But um, those characters are good, com- compelling characters. Um, a great plot, as you saw, very simple, but a great plot. Obviously, the last man on earth, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's like a that. dream. Guys, just come on. If you're a dude, you're a dude. But anyway, just, that's what I'm saying. That's how we end on there. That'd be the best thing ever. But I mean, if there's lesbians, you can just watch them and not have to get caught. <laughs> <involved. laughs> win win situation. Exactly. You know exactly where they're going go with that as well. You're like, oh my days. Oh my Damn. Damn! Damn! And I'm like, I just want to see where this goes. This is going to develop so good for me. I can tell already. It's going to be one of my favorite shows right now. I can see it already. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be like, it's going to be my, my version of Sweet Tooth. I can see it already. If they do it well. Because um, if the source material is very good, then it's going to be good. Because people, um, stuff that I've read, what people told me, yeah, it's going to be good. What I, what I know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm loving that. So that's my, literally my first pick right now. So that is my first pick, Why the Last Man. And pick number two. Pick number two. I'm going to go with this. All right. Pick number two. All right. So 
你跟彤彤都集中起来，彤彤不要打了，拿到这个彤彤这边。好，我开始，我开始拼，等等等等，喂，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等等等，等等I told you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm literally I'm like the end, that almost towards the end of the show. So I'm like three episodes or four episodes left. So I'm like edge is going mad. Edge is like I, I was literally waiting for him to go. Oh my god! Do the opportunity to spear. I was waiting for the spear. So what did that happen? How did that happen yet? Um. But literally, he's a he's a guy. Apparently, he's king of Iceland now. He's caught. He's naming all these places. He goes, yes, I have a, a place uh, called Iceland. And he goes to this new place and he goes, There's no trees. I'm gonna call it Greenland. Just the scared dot. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, sure, it's wrong. Um, but yeah, apparently this this whale swept upon shore in Greenland. And basically, because um it's like a place desolate, no green green life, no nothing. They can't farm, really farm there. So he brought all these these people there. And this um out of nowhere, a miracle happened. This massive whale swept upon shore, as I said before. And he literally marks out the island. It's like there's a white, there's like a massive white chalk across the island. <laughs> He's saying, "Yes, you, you see it, right? You see it." Then they say, "This is this is my side of the land, yeah. No one can else, no one else can have it. Have the whale, this massive whale. That's like, the guy's like, share it, share the meat, share the come, share the love, man. What's going on?" And just like, nah, 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 it's not happening, bro. Nah, sorry, sorry, mate. It's on my side of the land. Nah, I'm, I'm not gonna share it. <laughs> and they, they, they start fighting each other, and then. Um, Ube, so the um, Ragnar's son, son, one of his sons, he, he leaves on a boat. They leave Edge on this, this desolate Greenland, this island. Edge is like, come back, come back. Doesn't he shout, can you see? You can't see me. You can't see me. You, God, you, know me. you think you know me. Man, come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, geez, I knew, knew better going down, do it. But, um, but yeah, so he's on the island by himself now. Ivar, he's he's my favorite character to the show right now. Tom, Ivar's that guy. He's that guy, bro. Ivar, Viking experience Ivar. just hit him with a finishing move and leave him. <laughs> Ivar Lothbrok, he's like he's the guy because his legs don't work, so he's literally got half of his body left um active. But he does kind of move it a little bit here nine to time to time. He's got a, a metal support on his legs, and he comes with like a metal crutch when he walks. And the way he moves around, I'm like, this guy is incredible. This actor is incredible. You know? he's, he's like, for the best actor I've ever seen. Say that kind of role. They, they, call, they call him the cripple. You know what I'm saying? They always call him that. But they call him Ivor the Boneless. His nickname. And this guy is awesome, bro. He's like, he's like a villain, but then you feel sorry for this man. Be like, this, where this guy, the hardships. The hardships, Tom. He's like, he's like wheels from sex education. Yes, yes, basically all my days. If I if I saw wheels, yes, Ben, Ben, that's something I'm not comparing to from Ben. Wheels. <laughs> wheels. But you feel sorry for him. Excellent yeah. joke. Excellent <laughs> joke. What do they call you? Wheels. Oh my gosh, wheels. Oh yeah, Wolverine. Oh god, wheels. But yeah, but that's the kind of where Ivor comes from. Literally, everyone's dissing him, but he's a he's a mastermind. This guy's incredible. This guy plays. Ever played checkers? He's playing chess. That's Ivor. That's Ivor the bonus right now in that character. And yeah. good, good. So, yeah. Yes, he's he's, he's he's incredible. He's incredible. And the accent as well. Like <laughs> the time when he, he took over the he took over Katagat one time. He took over there, and 
when you had his wife at the time when she was still alive. Were you surprised when they killed off the main guy from the first three three or four seasons? Because I, was, uh, you, I well, warned, Ragnar. You, warned you it was coming without saying something. Oh, Ragnar, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah the, thing, the thing is, I wasn't surprised. By that time, when you told me that, I was like, yeah, he's dying. Because the <laughs> thing is, I kind, of, I kind of knew where the show was going. You kind of... I thought it was a bold move to get rid of him, though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, that was bold. That was huge. That because was, they made that show off his back, basically. That's him. The, the whole show, Vikings is Ragnar Lothra, bro. It's about him. Yeah. It's literally about him, and then... It kind of turns into like Bjorn and that and the rest of the sons. Uh, later on, Bjorn, Bjorn Ironside, you know the nickname. Yeah. I was, but I was just surprised yeah. they, I was surprised they did it. Yeah, and the thing is, because they kind of made him the old, the old crazy man at the end, where he's, he's kind of going like he's kind of going crazy, he's kind of going mad, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's gonna go, he's, he's going. I, I thought I thought they would like imprison him or something so that you had that possibility of him coming back, and then just like. No, I'm just gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This show as well. I see certain characters that they die kind of quick. One gets a bee sting and he's dead. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. He's killed off with like just just normal means. So I'm like, how do people die? Like, do people stop? Uh, their daughters just dies randomly, just like dies of a fever, a random fever. People just die of this stuff, and it makes. In the time period where they're in, it makes sense, but it just kind of just comes out of nowhere sometimes. I'm like, what the heck? I, I, I quite like the fact that that kind of stuff happens. Exactly. At the end, you kind of appreciate it. You know, when, when it happens, you're like, oh my days, that can actually happen. Anyone can die by any means necessary. Any means. But, um, but yeah, so... But he's no, he's no Brian Danielson, Edge, is he? <laughs> he's not me. Yeah, he's no Brian Danielson. No, he's not. You know, Brad, that you said, look at Ben's face. He's not a five star classic like Brad Danielson and Kenny. Yeah. Shut up. Not, you know this. this is not a classic podcast. <laughs> you know this. You talk about wrestling, this is the next noise you're here. Ben, you, ben, you are the one who brought this up. Yes, exactly. You're the one who brought this up. I were going to mention it. Exactly. You, 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 you reminded us. You literally reminded us of what to say. But yeah, so what Vikings, yo. This is all you're going to hear if you did. Look at the silence. Look at the silence of men. But yeah. Did you hear the music? <laughs> you, hear no music. you can't hear no music? No. At the moment. Ow. Did you hear the news thing earlier? Did you no. Mean? No. <laughs> I didn't hear no music before. I didn't hear no music. What music are you talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, see, he's exactly. See, Tom, it was meant to happen. It was meant to say it. That's yeah. why he can't. He can't stop. Well, that's that. annoying because I had news playing on my laptop and it didn't come through. So that's yeah. Cool. That's, 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 what, that's why I did the music myself. I was like, I did the music myself. I'm so annoyed right now because this was the music I was going to play when you start to rock wrestling. You can edit it in later, like. I know, but it's not as funny now. No, no, you should be like, sound better. Oh, well, that's annoying. I'll play you the, the, the music afterwards and you can stick it. This is what I was going to play when wrestling was going to be spoken about. Okay. When you talk about wrestling, this is what my brain does. Ben just zones out. Gone. Right, anyway. Who's next? <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my two picks. Yeah, that's my wide last man Vikings catch up. Yeah, that's me done. 
Oh yeah, Amazon Amazon Prime for Vikings, by the way, if you want to watch it. But yeah, there you go. That's me done. This is, oh, this is the music I wanted to play for the news. This was the news. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, are we going to get talked with this? Wait a second. <laughs> we'll have to find, we'll have to find a uh, non-royalty one. But I want that. I want like some news. Literally, we just need to edit in. Troy, just to edit in the Big Ben. Dong. Yeah, dong. Yeah, that's it. If you've heard this, then you already know there's a dong. You wonder what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, great. Okay. So, who's next? Let's get back on track. <laughs> I, I don't mind going next if Tara wants to go last. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah. You can go next. Okay. So, I haven't got too much this week because I knew we would be talking about sex education a lot. So, <laughs> But I'm just a couple of quick, well, one update and one. Hold on, hold on. I just remember sex education. Adam's stunt penis comes out again. I forgot that <laughs> bit. That's really funny. Right, anyway, sorry. Yeah, and now you can remove that image from your head. Well, let's continue. <laughs> right, so, first thing, just a quick update. I've continued to watch that show, Heels. Oh, yes, Heels. Has anyone started to watch any of that or not oh, got yeah. around to it? No, I've not got around to it, though. It's, it's going good. It's about, I think, it's about six episodes in now. Um, I think the first season is eight episodes. Like I said, they've had people like CM Punk have appeared in it to help yeah. with the wrestling side of things. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. And, um, and there's an actor in it who I hadn't mentioned before, Chris Bauer, who is fantastic. Um Best way I could probably reference him for Troy, he played Andy, the sheriff in True Blood. Oh, okay. Got uh, for Ben, he was the paedophile teacher in Devil's Advocate. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he said the paedophile teacher in Devil's Advocate. Not because it's Ben, it's, it's one of the most famous roles he's played. Yeah. See, Chris Bauer was one of the actors in Heels. He, at the, have you seen the film Devil's Advocate? Yeah, Val. All right, fair that, that film's amazing, by the way. It is awesome. Um, but you haven't seen True Blood, True Blood either, so it's pretty difficult for me to describe who this man is to you. Yeah. Ahead, if you saw him, you probably know him because probably other stuff. But yeah, I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's fucking brilliant as a kind of aged wrestler who made it big and went to WWE and left everything behind, mm. and now he's been fired by the WWE and he's trying to get himself ingratiated with this little small wrestling group who he left and just left for dead years earlier. And he, he, he's a dickhead, but he's good. Um, yeah, it's an interesting show. Um, some really good characters. There was a nasty, nasty moment in the last episode where one guy got really angry and intentionally broke the leg of another wrestler in the ring. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it was graphic. They showed him. He had it in a submission. Oh. Basically, an, an adapted figure four and twisted the guy's knee till it ripped. Basically. Oh, <laughs> yeah so if you're a wrestling fan it's great if you're not a wrestling fan it's a good enough show that you can appreciate it without the wrestling go and watch it that's mm. that's sort of my update on that the second one is i am delighted to say that as of this week taskmaster is back baby taskmaster new series well. with alan davis desiree birch Gus Khan, 
Victoria Corin Mitchell and a woman called Morgana Robinson, who I didn't know very much about before this, but she's fucking funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Alan Davis. I thought he was going to be like just crap, but <laughs> he's actually very good. <laughs> and I, I like Alan Davis anyway. He's one of my favourite people. Um, but actually, he's not as slow and dim-witted as, say, David Baddiel or others in the past. But he's quite clearly the middle-aged member of the group. Um, I genuinely believe that Victoria Corrin Mitchell by the end will have gone insane based on her reactions in the very first episode. Um, and yeah, that Morgana Robinson woman, she manages to call um, Alex Horn a bitch, a bastard and a cunt on at least one occasion in the first episode. Alan Davis is very quick-witted on QI, yes. so I like to think that because he's Jonathan <laughs> Creek, he can keep up with them on Taskmaster. He's got a yeah. reputation for twice, you know. Yeah, he, I, he didn't win the first episode, but he was pretty close in the first episode. Okay. But yeah, um, McGonagall Robinson constantly abuses Alan and uh, not Alan, uh, Alex Horn, but in a nice way. And she obviously she makes a lot of sexual innuendo jokes throughout the show, so she's she's kind of funny. Um, yeah, it's it's a very interesting. I mean, I'm not that bothered by Desiree Birch. She seems all yeah. right, but. I don't have an opinion either way. Gus Khan is fucking nuts and I like him. (laughs) And I I love Alan Davis and I love Victoria Corrin Mitchell and Morgana Robinson has has interested me. She's a a funny woman. So yeah. Um, It's obviously got another nine episodes to go. It started on Thursday. Um, I would recommend you watch it. It looks fucking great. I would also recommend to you, there's a Taskmaster podcast from uh, where they sit down with past winners and all the contestants from past seasons. Hosted by Ed Gamble. Brilliant. Yeah, you're listening to that every week? Uh, I don't listen to it every week, but I do know it, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Go listen to it. Oh, also, they've announced that they are doing a, um, a Champion of Champions for the winners of season six to ten uh, sometime this year. So I don't know when it will be, but they are doing a Champion. Because obviously... Um, Josh Widdicombe won the first Champion of Champions, which was seasons one to five. Yeah. So seasons six to ten, I think, would include Ed Gamble. Uh, can't remember who won the other seasons. Eventually, they're going to have to do a Champions of the Champions final. Yeah, but they need to get to 25 to seasons before they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> champions of the Champions of the Champions. 25, yeah, yeah, 25 seasons they'd need in order to get to that. I would just bring back all 25 Champions. And just have them all fight each other in a battle royale. Oh, you just Whittaker's Whittaker, got an annoying hairstyle. I'll, I'll kill him first. <laughs> My only criticism of this season's Taskmaster, and I don't know whether it's a, an aesthetic decision or whether it was just mistakenly. In the past, Taskmaster has been on at nine o'clock in the evening on Channel 4 or Dave, wherever you're watching it, and it's been uncensored. And then on a Sunday evening at about six o'clock in the evening, they put it on with any like bad language censored out for a younger audience. But they were they censored the nine o'clock showing this week. Now, I don't know whether it's a case of they put the wrong one on or whether they've decided to censor it permanently. I don't. The censoring thing doesn't bother me hugely, but at the same time, I'm a big enough adult to decide if I want to hear what they're saying or not. I should have the cho- I should have the option of knowing what's being yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and you still do the evening one, so you're not alienating the audience that you wanted to in the evenings because you put it on on Sunday at six o'clock and everyone can watch it because you bleep out the problems. But That's true. So I'm just, I'm just one. It may be that they've just decided they're gonna bleep it out for everything, and if they have, I'll get used to it. But I don't think they should. It's just that's just, that's my only little niggle with this season of Taskmaster, and I think it's coming back purely because it's now on Channel Four, and they are thinking more about it. Whereas Dave were just like, yeah, do what you want. Mm. But yeah, that's that's my only niggle. Other than that, fucking brilliant. Go and watch it. That's me. Oh, and Tom, by the way, yeah. as well, I'm, I'm two episodes in on the, the last season of. Um... Lucifer, so two episodes. Oh, in. Nice. I'm catching, I'm catching, I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting there because I watch you. So, what, what's happened up to this point? Um, so that new person's um sitting on the, on the throne in hell. So, I'm oh. there, that's an episode in it. So, I don't know who that is yet. I don't know who that is yet. You don't know, you don't know who the actor is. I don't know who's sitting on the, fr- on the throne yet. I don't know who's you, sitting you on the throne yet. Well, you haven't seen their face or you haven't. No, seen... I haven't seen their face. I just saw her legs. Okay. I just saw her legs. Right, so I'm, 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 I could tell you who the actor is, but I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't do it, don't do it. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm watching with someone. That's what I'm watching with people. That's what I'm saying. But no, the I'm, thing is, right, I, 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 I watched the entire series and I couldn't place who the actress was. I was sitting there going, I know her. And I didn't want to look up who it was. And I was like, I know I know her, but I can't place it. Yeah. And then I told my brother to watch it and he was watching yesterday and he went to me, isn't that thingy from this? And I went, of course it fucking is. <laughs> so yeah, oh we will discuss it next week. And I'll yes, be, next week. I, I don't. You will almost certainly recognise the person, like in second one, and go, "Oh, it's them." They look very different in the other thing they were in. Is my yeah. only defence. Oh my god! All right, okay. That, that <laughs> as, soon, as, as soon as they they gave me the point of reference, I looked at them and went, "Oh, for God's sake, yeah." <laughs> It's one of those things where you know who it is, but that you have to start yeah. remember them what they were in the sport. Like, okay. Very different hairstyles, basically. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, right, so that's me oh, for yeah. this. But I'm glad you I'm glad you'll catch up with Lucifer Matt. Yes, so what do you think so far? Uh, I love it, man. Um obviously uh he's uh, having second thoughts, he's just kind of like, oh man, twenty four seven. Did you like did you like the callback at the beginning of season six, which was the policeman pulling him over who pulled him over in the very oh, beginning? Yeah, yeah, I actually remember that scene. I was like, wait a second. Because literally, remember the sister, she was like, wait a second. Well, why is this guy, where's the cop following him around? And I was like, yeah, it's a callback. I was like, that's a callback from season one. Yeah. I was like, oh my days. It's facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I literally clocked that. that nah, I, I love the fact they did that callback. It's like, yeah, nice. <laughs> and Dan in hell. Dan's like, what are you doing down here? Give me hope. <laughs> Dan in hell. <laughs> But you keep going down different paths. He's the only it. member of the damned not to be tortured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same ping pong with that. <laughs> Table tennis. Okay. So, oh, sorry, Ben. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a track. Okay. I, I, so I've got a couple of things to ask. I've got a couple of things to say before we hand over to Tara. Sure. Okay. Um, you know, I like you know, you know the Ian Watkins lost profits thing happened a couple of years ago. Ian Watkins got done for being a child molester and all that. Are you interested to know how many fans still listen to their music because they're child abusers? 107,000 people still listen to them on Spotify. You people need to be arrested. Right, anyway, so... No, 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 hang on a second. (laughs) That's like saying that me, that I shouldn't be allowed to watch any Kevin Spacey film now. Exactly, come on now. Kevin Spacey 
My favourite film of all time is a Kevin Spacey film. Fuck you. American, yeah. American Beauty is amazing. No, no Usual no. Suspects, man. Usual Suspects all day long. Usual Suspects? Nothing's tight. Seven is tight. American Beauty is tight as well. So I like Oh, yeah, American Beauty is fucking awesome. But that's a little bit uncomfortable to watch knowing what. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel watching that. I feel watching that. No, but I'm just thinking that the lyrics of screaming it from the rooftops, screaming it from the rooftops. Art is kind of being made as a joke now because of like. You know, if you like a certain type of music, you like me, like you, yeah, exactly. You like the music, it's the, it's and also to be perfectly honest, if you listen to any music from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they were all doing fucked up shit. Suspect, all of them were like, Just because it has public, doesn't mean it wasn't happening. It's yeah, exactly. fine. I mean, everyone still listens to Michael Jackson music and he's one, so it's fine. Oh, don't do hey, that. Don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Allegedly. Oh, dear. Allegedly. Oh, my dude's going to do it. I knew someone's going to say something about that. Which Janet Jackson's a bit. The Jacksons are just weird, aren't they? The whole weird people, just a bit, bit, yeah, weird. That's all. Immense. They are a weird family in the nicest yeah. possible way. They are the other yeah. family. <laughs> um, Tarek, did you find your fortune teller in the end? Oh yeah. yeah. Not really. I think I have to text her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was so hot, and I don't know. A lot of places actually moved because of the COVID. They couldn't afford to pay the rent. Oh, yeah, God. so it was a mess. Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your pick? Oh, okay. So I picked actually a crime thriller called Flower of Evil. Flower of Evil? Yeah, it's a Korean show. So, um, okay, so ba- the basic plot of this is actually about a guy called Hisung. He's actually a serial... Is it as bad as last... Is it as crazy as the last one, the girl from nowhere, where men were having no. babies and all this? Is this going to be a horror show? I'm getting ready. No one gives love in the story, okay? So, basically, uh, Hisung is actually a man. Um, he hides his identity as a past serial killer from his wife, Jiwon, and his wife is a detective. So it has been many years already. He changed his name and got adopted by a different family and, you know, got a new identity. And he settled down and got married. And so happened that the wife is a detective and they actually have a daughter. So it's been more than, I don't know, I think it's been many years, I believe. The daughter's grown. I mean, she's still a kid, basically, maybe below 10 years old. And um, somehow or rather, the case kind of resurfaces. So the wife is actually assigned assigned to you know to investigate the case and find out who that serial killer really is, but she doesn't really know it's her husband. Okay. When that shoe drops, it's gonna be a moment. That's definitely yeah. divorce. Yep, but um there's a lot of spoilers ahead if I actually go into this. So um okay, so on the first episode. So the serial killer he sung, he actually has a new life. I don't know what's he doing, like you know, those craftsmanship or wooden stuff and everything. Yeah. So uh he actually has a sister who he has not contacted for many years, and uh she also went into hiding. And uh so he sung many years ago, he actually went by a different name. Hmm. Let me try to look for his name. I, I forgot the name that he went by. He had Yes, okay. Um, he had a different name called Hyun Soo. So the backstory is that Hyun Soo and his sister, they were in some rural village in Korea where they still practice shamanism and everything. And the kids were actually... Um, <clears throat> their dad was a serial killer as well. And the dad didn't treat them well. And But the dad actually adopted another accomplice 
which we will get into that later, to learn the ways of serial killing. So, uh, Hyun Chun. Oh, is learn the ways. Oh, she's turning yeah. to Tom. She's turning to Tom, the serial killer expert. Yeah, exactly. It's the okay, new crime right. over now. So, uh, Hyun Chun is actually shunned by the villagers, and they were often, you know, the subject of the shamans performing weird rituals on them, believing that they had mental illness and everything. In the end, they hated the villagers so much. And, um, so, uh, because actually Hyun Soo was being bullied by the shaman a lot, his sister actually came in with a pen knife or a knife one day, and um, <clears throat> she got so angry that she stabbed the shaman or the village elder, and he was there as well because she wanted to save him. So in the end, uh, he told her to run. He took the knife and covered up the crime and took the blame for the crime instead of the sister. So instead, he became known as the serial killer, yeah, which is actually the sister who killed the village head. Yeah, but he told her that he didn't want to go to jail and everything when she was just trying to protect him from all those fake exorcism bullshit, you know, like those rural area kinds. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. So um, then years later, because he, he was actually framed for the murder, not to say framed, but he decided to take the blame for the sister and he cut contact with the sister and they've never mm -hmm. seen each other for years. So Hyun Soo, little Hyun Soo was actually walking out one night, which he actually, they were, so this car actually knocked him down. And just bear in mind, the car, the person who was driving the car had bleach blonde hair because obviously Asians are not naturally blonde. So this other Korean dude in the car, he was bleach blonde. And uh, when he, he saw Hyun Soo's body, he decided to cover it up by taking Hyun Soo back to his backyard and trying to bury him. And this guy, the blonde guy, his name is uh, Hee Song. This is actually the name, the identity which Hyun Soo took on. So yeah. Why? Yeah. So Hee Song is actually Hyun Soo's dad second accomplice that he kind of adopted and taught the ways of a murderer, of murdering and everything. Because he sounds actually born a psychopath by nature, but he's from a good and wealthy family and everything, but he's a psychopath. So uh, he murdered Hyun Soo's father. And when he saw Hyun Soo, he, you know, dying on the road, he tried to take him back to his backyard and bury the corpse. But he sounds mom saw him and tried to stop him and assaulted him. And then he Sung actually went into a coma, but Hyun Soo survived. So He Sung's mom and dad decided to take Hyun Soo and, you know, in a way, switch identities, change identities for him because they know what happened with the village head and make him their son instead. Yeah. So that's how the switch actually happened. So uh, He Sung, the real He Sung was actually lying in coma for many, many years. So Hyun Soo was living his life like, basically for how many years and got married to a detective and everything. So this is what, you know, the detective actually dug out when she was investigating the case. And um, when it actually comes to light that, um, because actually um, there's another detective involved, second detective, and then uh, Hyun Soo's sister also resurfaces and when they uncover the case and everything. So um, actually the real He Song, yeah, the bleach blonde guy, he awakes from his coma after many years. And they're actually trying to find the killer who, you know, murdered everyone, the real killer. That's but, tight. That's tight. Yeah, but I he didn't like really that. That's awesome. Yeah. So when yeah. he awakes from his coma, he's still in a psychopathic state. He's like, who is using my identity? And this and that. And when he finds out the true story, um, he, okay, so this is when the story is all uncovered. And uh, at one point, uh, Hyun Soo's sister actually takes her niece home, which is, uh, yeah, the daughter. Hyunsu's daughter, when the wife and everyone is not at home, and the real He Song, the crazy one, actually comes to their house and tries to kill them. He stabs the sister, Hyunsu's sister, but she survives the stabbing. 
And um, so actually, Hee Song's real parents try to cover up everything, all the crimes that their son has done. And, you know, once he's weakened, he's psychopathic again, he actually goes to kidnap, because <clears throat> there was a witness as well who actually witnessed everything, but she managed to escape. I forgot what her name was. Yeah, so in the end, he goes psychopathic and uh, he tries to kidnap some people. And there is a showdown in the end and the police are actually involved. So uh, some of them actually, I don't know, like one of them gets shot and the, let me just check who gets shot. This is a bit, I know this story is very confusing, but... Um, no, I like it, I like it. <laughs> so far, so yeah, far. Okay. So the real Hyun Soo and He Song, they start fighting in the end and the police arrive at the scene. There's a cliff, the police actually arrive. And I think they meant to kill his song, but Hyun Soo accidentally gets shot and he kind of loses his memory of his wife and daughter. So, Sorry, yeah. I love this. I'm, I'm loving this. This plot is crazy yeah. right now. I'm loving it. Yeah, so months later, he's like, you know, nursed back to health and he really... Wait, 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 so wait, 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 so he gets shot in the head and he lost his memory, like, basically, he's lost his memory now, apparently. I'm not sure where they shot him. Hyun Soo. Career drama, they always go the extra step with the with the feelings, I swear. Yeah, but okay, the bad guy dies, and in the end, I think so actually reunites with his wife and daughter, and you know, everything's okay now, like, oh yeah, my husband is not a serial killer, his name is actually cleared, and all, and as for Hee-sung, uh, what, Hee-sung dies, and his parents, his dad is institutionalized, because he went cuckoo, and the mom is serving her jail sentence for covering up all that shit, and that's basically the end of the story, but I guess we all got a happy ending. Yay! <laughs> Yay. It's, a really it's a really confusing tale, but um, because most websites are needing to just say the basic thing, like a serial killer hides his identity and gets married and the wife is assigned on the case, because you actually have to like watch the whole series to uncover everything, but by telling out the entire series is actually a big fat spoiler. <laughs> yeah, because I was actually wondering, you know, how this would end. So there's a happy ending at the end. Yeah, there's a happy ending, at least. Like, your husband's not a serial killer. <laughs> oh, they, they have a happy life afterwards. Yeah, and in between it, there's a lot of crying for the husband and the wife. Like, you know, i never seen men cry, right? But this Korean actor, his name is Lee Jun-ki, quite famous. Yeah, and and um, he cried a lot of times. And it's like that really sad, bitter, pathetic kind of cry. You know, I've never seen a man cry like that in my entire life. <laughs> so you could say, it's time for, hold on, no, that went wrong. No, you could say it's time for, no, what? Stop! Oh, trying that, 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 that. <laughs> he's trying to do it. Yeah. He's trying to do it. Celebration! Oh, okay. He's trying to get us in trouble. <laughs> he's trying to get us okay. in trouble. Time for celebration. Oh my gosh! Remember <laughs> here with those the sound bites. I, I think we can get away with it this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's time for celebration. Sure, I mean... Tom. Sorry, I've just had a ping on my phone to say that Netflix have just announced the premiere for season four of Cobra Kai. Oh, yes. Okay. 31st, yes. 31st of December. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Netflix is stuff in the end of Netflix the year. Netflix is on fire. Lock and key still to do. Oh. Right. So let me ask I just, you I just thought you'd want to know. Literally, it's just popped up on my phone in like the oh, last epic. Thanks, Tom. Oh, thank you. Mm. Sorry, so yeah. let me ask you a question. What will you do if you find out your spouse was a serial killer and hit their identity and change their name and everything? I would have a go after Boris Johnson. 
Yeah, maybe Tom. No, no, maybe Troy. No, maybe, 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 maybe Boris Johnson would be the one. He would get it. And maybe Patrick Vieira because he's an Arsenal legend. No, I'm joking. No. I'll go after. I, I would. I wouldn't go after anyone. I would run. I would. If if I found out that my wife was a serial killer, I would be very nice to her to make sure she wouldn't kill me. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> I was voted in my school most likely to become a serial killer. I think my partner would be the one who'd have to worry, to be honest. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is it. I was about to say you were going to bring that up. No, no, no. <laughs> people, always, people always think I'm one already, so I always laugh all the time. I'm, I'm, the I'm, I'm not hiding the fact that people <laughs> think I'm a serial killer. I would like to emphasize that I'm not. He's but, not. Yeah. <laughs> He's not, he's not but I would person. say that if I was, even if I was, wouldn't I? So. Yep. <laughs> this would not be the platform on which I announced that I was a serial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, please don't. It's your most public one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, you, oh, speaking of, speaking of, Thora, speaking of Korean, mm-hmm. I'm watching this um show called Hell is for Other People, but in Korean, Strangers from Hell. Oh, I watched a couple of episodes in that show is tight. That show is amazing. Yeah, yeah, wow. that one's really good. That was with the cannibal people, the cannibal no. eating. Yes. Yeah, cannibals, yeah. Change from hell is tight. Okay, I'm gonna read that at some point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it on the channel. Uh, and yeah, I don't worry, I'll be talking about Squid Game in the future anyway. Oh, it's Squid Game, yeah, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, it's really oh. good. Like, everywhere I turn on the train, I see people like watching it, and I'm like, everyone's oh. watching that show. Squid Game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really good. I'm actually like, I'm um, snacking. Only four, four episodes then. Yeah. But I'll definitely talk about it like in the future. Yeah. Right. We don't have any email. Well, I don't have any emails. Uh, let me quickly check the other email account. I haven't looked at <laughs> Look at Tom Gordon. It's, uh, it's uh, scrysyndrome2020 at gmail.com. No, we changed it. Oh God! You need to. I need to update that in the link because we've been using the old one for the last couple of months. Whoops! A daisy. That's great, isn't it, Ben? Great job. I, I can check. I can check the old one as well <laughs> if you want. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Tell me and send it to me, and I'll put it in the link when Troy sends it today. Troy, you're gonna have to turn mm-hmm. this around quickly today. <laughs> oh my God! If we're gonna make our weekend. Oh my god. You gotta get this done today, son. I'm sorry. Killing me, you're killing me. Killing me, son. YouTube is gonna sue me. Because I. To our podcast. Yeah, he listens to our podcast. Oh, okay. We got Titty Man fan. Hey, Titty Man! Just another titty for the free titties. Four titties. Oh, you punch your opas opai. In the boobs. I've already called this episode Why Wasn't Sex Education This Run at Our School? Right, do you guys know what Obai means? That's the title, it has to be this yeah, one. What, what's Obai? Oh, what, I, I can challenge that, but we'll talk about it later. In Japanese. Yes, yeah. So, are you going into your personal history again? Once we get in there, once we get in there, we're going to be gone for half an hour. 
Okay, and oppa is basically a Korean term for older brother. Like, but even if you're a girl and you like the guy, you still, you, your boyfriend, you still call him oppa. Okay. <laughs> or oh, a handsome, a handsome Korean guy. You just call him. Oh, you call him that as well. Just a handsome Korean guy in general. You just call him oppa. Oh my god. Oh, my friend actually made a joke like, uh, oh, you punch your oppa's oppai. That's three languages. Yo, that's English, uh, Korean, and Japanese. <clears throat> I mean, it's just one word difference, right? The I. Oh, it's too close. It's too close. Scary me. Oppa and I. Someone wrote that just to trigger me. Oppa and I. A N D space I. Someone just to trigger me. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna make is tongue noises, like you know, set the... <laughs> What are you doing over there, Ben? Just random noises. What the heck? <laughs> I keep up crying now, but for you. I don't know what that was. Anyway, so yeah. All right, are you, are you done? I'm done. <laughs> that is done. Talk about the criminals, the freelance. Talk about the criminals. Okay. Talk about talk about the please, 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 please. Okay. <laughs> There's no emails this week. Uh, we're just gonna pop it off and finish early because we're already an hour and a half in. Considering 40 minutes of that was me talking about sex education, I think that was a great that was a great review of sex education. That That's the best you're ever gonna get from me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously. That's the best it's ever. We've peaked for me here on this podcast. That's so I was like, I was at like top tier. That's like, there's a level that I don't know if you're reaching it. That it's just a level of passion. I, and I wrote a lot of notes. I wrote down all the characters' names so I could remember every single little plot point that moved about the board. Because yeah. that's why I love that season because that's impressive. You keep adding new characters, but you don't forget the characters from before. You just keep finding yeah. new angles, and that show's amazing. Like I don't know how to say. It's the best thing on Netflix. Yeah. So, right. So, um, obviously, where can we all find all you people if they want to? Legend of Old 101 on YouTube is where you're going to find me. Okay. So, for my channel, it's called Chloe's Channel. If you like, like, you know, uh, Korean pop culture and stuff, and we also have many Asian beefcake men, please check out my channel. All the people she dates are on that channel, and anyone she might date is also on that channel. No, she just puts over that channel with the Asian beefcakes. I love it. There's a lot of hot Asian guys on that channel that she, I don't know. I'm just going to say, I've had a look in. Okay. Sad there. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else because we're liable to get sued at some point this yes. week with me. Or buys the law. Or buys the law. It's okay. I'm Asian too. So, yeah, I'm the mama son. Though, so, yeah. She's mama son. Mama son. Yeah. Cool. Mega Benny666. Nothing's on there, but hey, go check out. <laughs> I might stream, but I don't, I'm not going to do commentary. I might stream some stuff soon <laughs> when I got time or when the wife is sleeping. Okay, gaming channel's coming for Ben, Ben guys. It's coming. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom's too cool for a channel. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I can't, Tom, I mean, this is below me. Tom has Twitter, but he doesn't advertise them on here. <laughs> okay, in case you get some some men. Come in for you. All right. Um, 
So we've got Facebook groups, Grey Syndrome. Go join that. We're near 10k downloads on Spotify, so thank you very much for that. We're close to 10k. Okay. Thank you, people, for giving 10k. May not sound like a lot, but it means a lot. So thank you very yeah. much for that. Yeah, because we know you guys are out there because we get enough emails. Um, so yeah, so it's, um, we'll be back next week. It's goodbye for me. Bye for me. Bye for me. Goodbye for me. Hmm. Stunt penis. <laughs> <laughs>